Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and we're back on top. So let's put our best face forward and step on out. My secret weapon, if I'd been a man, is better yourself. Pink face-to-face as the real beauty in the world. We may be dinosaurs, but inside the jar, necessity is the mother of invention. Now you know. No, thank you. Joining us today are the usual fire and ices, including Kevin, forever beautiful Jager. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Kimberly, our war paint game master and unofficial wow. babysitter for the hour. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and Ted. And Ted, who, uh, we, so we just bought a car and Ted's been in his crate for oh, like two hours. Him. So he's, uh, he's like pretty wild right now. Uh, Ted yeah. is not a person, just you know, Ted is Brian's oh, dog. Oh, Ted is my dog, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I, and you said we just bought a car. I thought it was the three of you bought a car together. <laughs> yeah, Ted, Ted helped with the down payment. He, <laughs> 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 Brian bought a car. Incredible. Kimberly and I cheered him on. Um, and the, the cool. dog was in a crate. Yeah. Oh. Um, but thank you so much for jo- oh I have to finish the rest of this yeah um, yeah yeah sorry sorry um, although one of my favorite things in podcasts is when the guests have conversations with us before we introduce them I I genuinely love that so I'm happy that happened yeah I'm like I feel like I'm like jumping into double dutch I'm like oh wait there's so much I already want to say on what you said <laughs> well as you can maybe hear now um, uh, with us as a voice like no other you may have seen her in uh, the King and I War Paint as we discussed and Hamilton. Let's give a big broad wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend, friend of, of the, the show. show. Stephanie J. Paul. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Welcome. Thank you, Brian. That was the most incredible introduction I've ever heard. I forgot can, a lot of those titles. <laughs> yeah, you, you can have that. it. You can have it for your bio. For you can change out your Hamilton bio. It's totally okay. I think I will. I think yeah, I will. yeah, yeah. I feel like most people will not know anything that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wrote it last week when we scheduled this, and I, as I was reading, I'm like, what show did I do again? <laughs> 
But Kimberly, did we see that together, Brian, or was we that? We did. We did, and yeah. I, 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 I have to admit, I did fall asleep for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a long um, show. It's a long show. Yeah, but um, we, I think, did we? I think we won lottery tickets. Oh, nice! I think so, and I remember that it was you like totally the one did. day I didn't put any makeup on. I went to see the show about makeup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, barefaced. Let's go, Kevin. Did you see it? Did you see Warpaint? I did War not get to see that one. Mm. Um, but, um, some of those numbers, first of all, that set was gorgeous. And some of those numbers that Mm -hmm. you were all in were just like, uh, that it was such a, the way I describe it is like, it was such a clean, it was such a clean musical. Yeah. Like, like the lines of the dances and the lines of, of the present presentation of everything and the lines of the set. It was just like, it was very clean. I I really enjoyed that. It was definitely a really well done musical. Just maybe not the most popular thing, but sure. uh, a couple, like some of my best friends are from that musical. And so like about a month ago, we watched a bootleg of it and we were sure. dying laughing at like <laughs> just all of our different experiences of it on all the things we were going through at the time and how we felt about it. It was just, it's just so interesting to watch bootlegs. I'm sure. Well, after the fact. before we get into that, what are you yeah. drinking? drinking? Okay, so I'm drinking a super fancy cocktail called Whiskey and Kombucha. Ooh! That's a first, I think, for this podcast. Really? Yeah. What flavor kombucha? Uh, I I have no idea. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to mix any hard liquor with kombucha and call it a cocktail. Yeah. Sounds great. And it's good for you. Exactly. It's like undoes the effects. Gets you tipsy (laughs) and regular. (laughs) <laughs> uh kimberly what are you drinking i am back with the 11 o'clock number nice beautiful um, patty murin and colin i was a colin jost and colin Dahl. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just switching up some celebrity couples um i was going to brag about not brag, but be like, I've been drinking this much slower than I thought I would. Um, but there was this much left in the bottle. <laughs> wow. It's really so I good. Have, I have a second ready. <laughs> yeah, this is Patty, uh, Patty Mirren and Colin Donald's wine that they made with uh, Knocking Point Wines. Mm-hmm. And uh, proceeds go toward uh, special charities and organizations that uh, Patty and Colin were able to help select what the money goes toward. Uh, and it goes toward the... I think for Broadway Cares, but also to the organization uh, in honor of uh, Rebecca Luker and ALS. And so they're putting some money to that as well. And so uh, the Broadway crew all ordered the wine that you can order on Knocking Points website. And, it's in the uh, description of the in the description of this episode. Um, I, I link directly to where you can purchase the wine to support a good cause and to um, to drink. Yeah, check it's it delightful. out. Delightful. I have not opened mine yet, though, because I am drinking a glass of uh, Echo Damani uh, Pinot Grigio because I was feeling white wine because it like sort of feels like spring. So I'm encouraging that with a little white wine. Sure. The beginnings um, of spring. Right. I know. It's real nice. Um, I went back to my old uh, standby, which is seltzer that I pour tequila into. <laughs> um, <laughs> a can of seltzer that you pour tequila into. A, a can of Never seltzer. Never not funny. The ShopRite brand of Black Cherry in uh, my Yeti uh, container that uh, Kimberly so kindly purchased for me Can to class, class it up. you take a big swig 
and then pour the tequila in, or do you pour out the top and then pour tequila in? No, I take a little swig, and then I pour in the tequila, and then I cover it, and I shake it a little bit, and then I keep going. <laughs> cover and shake is a is a detail I didn't know, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to lose anything, you know? Right. I've actually definitely done that before as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Perfect. This is great but news. I, I needed the cover thing. I've just been like... <laughs> Sure. Swish. You swirl. Yeah. I definitely, so, yeah, if I'm feeling it, I'll swirl, but you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of all of you. You need like a cocktail stick that like is the right. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so, so Stephanie, what's your favorite musical? Of, of all time? Yeah, sure. Oh, geez. Uh, probably West Side Story. Mm, cool. Yeah. Now, when you think of West Side Story, do you uh-huh. think of the movie run or do you think of the um, the the actual run of songs from the theatrical production? De- definitely the movie. It's like the reason I liked musicals at all in high school. I like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only movie I think I've watched like over 100 times within maybe five months or so. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I wish I were a little bit more of a musical theater, like, knower. I'm really bad at knowing things. Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> trivia things, if that makes sense. Uh-oh, you're in trouble. You're coming later. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Are you excited for the new movie? What, uh, what Are you hesitant to see the new movie? Like, what, what are oh. your feelings about the new film coming out? I'm super excited. Honestly, just, mm-hmm. like, any anything that's going to support this industry right now is is like 100% support. Like how Cheers possibly, to that. How could I mean, you yeah. possibly not right now? Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> cool. You know? Totally. And I feel like it's been a while. I feel like it's been a while since we saw like a big blockbuster like musical that actually cast like triple threats in it. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. like Ariana in it and um, Mike Feist in it, like it's it's like very exciting. Um, those among others, yeah. um, super exciting that uh, we actually get to see people who are trained do this. When is it coming um, out again? This no December. It was supposed to come oh, out cool. December 2020, but it's coming out December this year, and I believe it's on the slate for uh, um, HBO. HBO Max, yeah. That and, in the, that and In the Heights. I have to double check that. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty in sure. In the Heights, I'm so excited about. Yeah, that's, this, that's oh, definitely this summer. And, and the In the Heights director now is directing the, uh, the Wicked movie, I believe. Darren Hansen also happening as a movie? Yes, Yeah, have they even started filming that yet, though? I think they that did, I don't know. I think they did just. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yay musicals ha- yay musicals for sure dear evan hansen what to say to you was it yeah that's so good um, i'm telling you if you took that song and put it in dear evan hansen and had it be his like the first verse is his father like a memory like singing saying goodbye to him as a kid before he leaves him and then the second verse is like the hamilton part is um is the mother character, like the single mom trying to play the dad role. And so then the duet is the two of them together, like trying to fill the one void that's gone. Like that would be perfect. So let's test it out in the fill up tour. So can you, um, (laughs) can you have, can you set that up? Yeah, can you make that happen? Yeah, I'll make yeah, it yeah. happen. I have so much. The matinees are just a Dear Evan Hansen prequel. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> you um, and Aaron Albano should totally film this and make like a YouTube thing. Like, I'll write you the lyrics. Honestly, yeah. Okay. I'm Sounds great. 
Um, what um, do you have a favorite um, experience seeing a show? So it doesn't be your favorite show, but like seeing that show live just kind of like change something or, or, or you, had, you had very, very cool uh, experience. Yeah. Okay. So I'm being like pretty uh, basic, I guess, with, with some of these answers. I love it. We'll, we'll get we'll get further and later. But um, my favorite experience watching a show was Fan of the Opera when I was cool. a kid. Because mm-hmm. it was the first musical I ever saw live in Korea, actually. And I like, didn't even Whoa. know really what was happening. But I just, mm-hmm. I just remember I had a crazy headache, like a crazy migraine. And then it was one of those like magical, like the orchestra starts and it goes away. And I was like, oh my God. And then the intermission happened and I like back to the migraine and then back to act two and it was gone again. So it was just like cool to physically feel like such a change. And I don't, yeah. I don't know if anything will ever compare to that just because that physical change was so extreme, I felt. How old were you? Yeah. Um, less than 10. I don't know. Some, That's somewhere awesome. between five and 10. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah. I never would have thought that like '80s synthesizer musical would be like the cure for a migraine. <laughs> I know. As yeah. an adult, I like roll my eyes at like that's the that's what did it. But there's a reason it's so popular. It's yeah, like, you know, totally. Yeah. Especially if it cures migraines. Exactly. Yeah, that totally. Be, that should be the uh, under the tagline. Opera. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> that should be a prescription. Like, doctor, I have a terrible <laughs> migraine. Like, I'm going to prescribe to you the original uh, soundtrack, the original album. Uh, What's the tagline now is what you'll always remember your first time. Uh, yeah, is it, it is really? actually. It is right. Yeah, like the I, official tagline is is that or their I most recent so. marketing? I think was. Yeah, I think their most recent. Mar- Marketing push before COVID was you'll always remember your first time. Wow. Wow. That's bold. (laughs) (laughs) It is extremely bold. But the show is very like, like operatically sexy. So like it, I mean, it makes sense to use that kind of like language. Operatically sexy is just a real turn of phrase. I didn't know I needed. (laughs) it's It's like sexy with a lot of clothes and ruffles. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> ruffles are sexy. Like, whenever I see like ruffle chips, yeah, I, I, I like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, do I want these like baked wow. ones or do I want the ruffles? Yeah, you want the ruffles. Okay. All right. So back to you. Back to questions. Okay. <laughs> so besides the musical theater realm, what uh-huh. would you say as like a kid growing up, like inspired you as like a singing person, like you as a singer, like what? Were, who were the people you were singing along to on the radio or like with your parents? Yeah. Like what was the music? I I have like such complete polar opposite like influences. So my mom was a classical voice major and my parents were like super. Inv- so I was born and raised on Guam for like 11 years of my life, my first wow. seven years. Oh, wow. And so my parents and my family were kind of like opera stars on Guam. <laughs> like cool. in the very first opera on Guam, my mom was Mimi in La Boheme. And that's like such a prideful moment for us. We just watched home videos of that too. Um, but so, so she- so you know operatically singing. sexy. Like you know what I, that is. Operatically <laughs> sexy is like it for me. Yeah. Opera singers, she didn't even blink. No, yeah, yeah that's- they're sex. They're sex. Their voices are very sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so I grew up listening to a lot, a lot of classical opera, like specifically Sumi Jo, because she's like a very world famous Korean opera singer, and that's like such a huge pride point for Korea. And then conversely, I listened to a lot of like Mariah Carey, Alicia Keys, 
Christina Aguilera, Justin Nozuka, Destiny's Child, you know, just like pop R&B. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that kind of genre. Yeah. How do how do those two kind of juxtaposing styles and 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 genres, how do they inform kind of the voice that that you convey um, through, you know, your not only roles, but also the things that you post um, on social media and, and things of that nature? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm still kind of figuring out what my sound is because of that. Because um, mm. most of my career until Hamilton has been like super, super classical. And I've mostly identified with being a high soprano. And then, but I've always wanted to sing pop. So I guess kind of fast forward to now, I'm starting to write music now. And like, it's it's a lot of pop, but sung in the head voice where I'm more comfortable. And like, mm-hmm. I love coloratura a lot, which kind of just manifests mm-hmm. into riffing. So I just love to like, riff in my soprano <laughs> which I'm I'm embracing as like unique and very me but at first I was like that's not real pop that's like I don't even know what that's called so for a sure. long time I've not understood what to call my sound or even like if I could label my sound or how I'd like to sing because it's it is sure. such different influences put together did, did you um did you I mean that being said did you find yourself having obstacles singing Eliza or at least learning oh the part and like yeah. and if so like yeah t- t- if you wouldn't mind talk to that and how you overcame them or how you're still working on them or if you've forgotten everything I think oh a lot of our, our listeners who have been trained in like the more like classical normal kind of route of being a musical theater performer mm-hmm. are like coming up with those same hurdles as they're trying to do much more contemporary music yeah oh I, yeah I, these are such great questions. I'm so impressed already. Okay, so <laughs> this is um, this is a fluke. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Usually we're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so when I first got the callback for Hamilton, or yeah, when I got the material for it, I called my manager and was like, I I can't do this. Like, I I just looked at the sheet music. I didn't even. This was like four years after Hamilton was open. And for some reason I was avoiding it because it was like too mainstream and I was like too not mainstream, which is not mm-hmm. sure true mm-hmm. anymore. But anyway, um, so I saw the music. I saw like what an E flat, belty E flat or something. And I was like, I can't do it. Like I I simply can't. I'm not a I'm not a belter. And then my manager was just like, okay, just just try. Just like get yourself in a voice lesson and try. So like I had been working on this like beltier, chest voicier sound for like over a decade and still like could not figure it out until I started taking lessons with this girl, Carolyn Miller, she's awesome. Um, and then she kind of like led me to just like get through the callback, I guess. And mm-hmm. somehow I got the job. First I was a standby, I don't know if I've said that. I used to be the standby oh, no. on, on a different company of Hamilton. So I was singing all three of those roles. And like the idea of me as mm-hmm. Angelica, just I couldn't compute it when I first got the callback. But anyway. Sure. Um, <laughs> um, and then, so since then, I like, as a standby, I, vocal maintenance is like super important to me because it doesn't come nat- that naturally to me in terms of like chest voice belty. So like mm-hmm. basically at least six times a week, I would do this like 10 minute vocal warm up and then sing through all the sister songs in Hamilton just to like <laughs> keep maintenance. So sure, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it being hard work for me in a way. Um, and also, like, kind of sad that it's not that natural. Like, like you guys had Nikisha earlier, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's the most natural, just, like, easy, belty chest. Like, everything is just easy for her. She's, like, an astounding voice to me. Whereas, like, mm. I feel I feel like I can trick people into thinking I'm, like, some kind of beltress. But I'm, I'm working very hard to do that, I guess. 
Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Cool. That's fascinating because I feel like a lot of people just like think things, you know, for, for a professional and a talent like yourself come easy, but yeah. clearly there's like a, a, a tremendous amount of work to, to create that product and, and it's always evolving and it's always, yeah. there's always maintenance. So that's, that's really nice to hear. Um, cool. Absolutely. Um, I guess, um, uh, uh, Kevin, you, were you going to say something? No, I, 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 <laughs> I was getting excited because I was going to see what I thought was about to happen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Oh, um, no, nothing's about to happen. We're just going to go to Tuesdays <laughs> in the corner with Kevin. Wow. You, the, we've been doing this for so long. The two of you knew exactly what my brain was trying to do. Yeah. 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 He was trying to get that transition in there. Just. He was like, we haven't talked about any places. <laughs> <laughs> well. Stephanie, welcome to Kevin's Corner, where I get to take over <laughs> and we get to go into a weird and strange rabbit hole of things I was thinking about this day. Hey. And today I was so excited that you're coming on because like, yeah, like we introduced you and people are like, oh yeah, Stephanie J. Park. But like anybody who's anybody calls you Stephanie Slay Park. <laughs> yeah. um, and you can see this on YouTube on the countless videos of her doing the riff things she talks about that are so incredible. Um, and so today we're playing a game about Stephanie Slay Park. So we're going to play a categories game and it's Stephanie versus Brian and Kimberly as a team. Oh, so the way this is going to work, actually. Do I have to riff? Yeah, get someone no. on my team. And do we have to riff? Here's what we're going to do. It's Stephanie, it's Stephanie versus Brian and Kimberly is the phone a friend for both of them. Right, right. Okay, sure, sure. And so this is how it's going to go. So I'm going to give you categories and they're all going to have to do with the word slay. And then basically you two are going to go back and forth and try not to, you can't repeat and try not to have too much time between like when you give your response and we'll see how this goes. Okay. Uh, okay. We're just going to see how this goes. And then if you need to use Kimberly, Kimberly is a phone a friend, but only for Stephanie, not for Brian. I okay. like this so much more now. Great. Okay. Great. And uh, Stephanie, you can only use Kimberly twice in a round. All right, here we go. So round one is characters who die in a musical before the end. So they don't die at the end. They have to die some other point in the show. Okay, so so I just want to clarify. Yeah. So like, um, so like, spo- First spoiler alerts. Yes. So like um, Floyd Collins or Kim from Miss Saigon do not count. Correct, because they die at the end of the show. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, Gregor, Gregor. However, for example, like, um, I'm trying to think, like. Riff. Like Riff, yes. Riff dies in West Side Story in the middle, so he would count. Okay. So what, what does the word slay have to do with the game? Oh, they've been slayed. Right? They've been slain. They're dead. Oh, okay. Oh. okay, okay, okay. I thought it's basically okay. just things about death because it's slay. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's, things are real loosey goosey in Kevin's corner. Okay, so here we go. We'll start with Steph. We'll start with Stephanie. So Stephanie, characters who die in a musical before the end. Go. Lawrence. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to say riff. 
We're from West Side Story, yes. Kevin just said that. It's okay, we'll give it to him. No, I okay. said that. That was my example. Oh, fine. He said it, and then I said it, and then he said it, so we'll give it to him. It's a sandwich. God, oh God, oh God. I'm, I'm going to phone a friend already. Okay, Kim. Javert. Javert from Les Mis is, is the correct answer. Brian. There are a few in there. Uh, Fantine. Fantine from Les Mis <laughs> is the correct answer. Stephanie. Um, just the blank, a blank wall. You can use your phone a friend one more time. This is hard. This is really hard. Phone a phone a friend. Kimberly. Um, the old man in waitress. Yes, yes, okay. that is correct. He does not die at the end. Okay. There is one more song, <laughs> so it doesn't count. Okay, that's that's cutting it close. Brian. Uh, Connor and Dear Van Hansen. Correct. Connor oh, does not die at the end. I suddenly can't remember a single musical I've ever heard or seen all of a sudden. <laughs> <Me either>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Five. The, the King in The King and I? Does that count or is that a spoiler? It's quite an old show. I might. It's not a spoiler, but I might argue that The King does die at the end of the show. There's one more song. Isn't there? You know what? We'll give it to him. There is one more song. Uh, Mushnik. <laughs> oh, Mushnik huh. from Little Shop does die. You're right. All right, Steph. Well, then there's more there. Pop out, but can I also say Philip? It's like the same exact character in Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He also dies. Okay. Not at the end of the show. Uh, the Dentist? Yes, the dentist dies not at the end of the show. You're correct. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, so that round was won by Stephanie because Brian pronounced Fantine wrong as Fantine. So Stephanie gets a point. All right, sure. so the next one. Here we go. I like Kevin That's Rolls. very nice. Thank you. I feel like I the, lost This category that. is characters who slay on stage diegetically. So basically is this is this basically means characters who like totally kill it singing on stage in the show, but they're on stage in the show. Okay, so, so for people, example, how would they not be on stage? So for for example, um in Escape to Margaritaville the Paul Alexander Nolan character is an actual concert performer who does a show at the end and does an incredible performance. And so he would count. Oh, like does a performance. Right. In the show. As the character. Performance as the character. Oh, Jesus. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, you understand? I do. So it's, it's not that like the person just like is fierce in the show. It's like they... Are no. doing the show in the show. Oh, show in the show. Okay, so we'll start with Brian. Um, uh, Sally Bowles. Correct. Sally Bowles in Cabaret does slay when she sings Cabaret. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pharaoh and Joseph. <laughs> Silence. I don't know that show enough. You know what? I will give you Pharaoh and Joseph because Pharaoh is is he is is he the one that's uh, the Elvis character? Yes, yes he yes. is. 
So he's doing it in the style of a performance of Elvis. So I'll give it to you. Right. Um, Adelaide from Guys and Dolls. You are correct. Adelaide does slay when she performs uh, Take Back Your Mink in Guys and Dolls. Um, uh, <laughs> Fire and Ice in Warpaint. <laughs> she, she slays. She's my best friend. What's her character name? Is she a performer on stage performing? Yeah, she's a character that's performing a commercial. Great, I'll take it. All right, it's your turn. Great. Uh, Donna Sheridan. Okay, Okay, I'll give it to you that Donna Sheridan gets... You will, because the point is that they used to have a music group and they perform all the time on stage in their costumes. I know, know, I'll give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Mama, Mama, uh, Mama Mia. Mama Mia, yeah, yeah. Mama Mia. Think about your first experience seeing a show. Oh, um, oh, Christine. Oh, yeah, Christine. Christine in the Page of the Opera does kill it on stage. Thank you. Um, Squidward. I believe that Squidward killing it on stage is him dreaming if he actually got the chance to perform on stage. But he's still singing a song on stage, like as a number that he would have imagined in a cabaret. So it's diegetically, but dream-wise diegetic. It's a it's a dream diet. Yes, mm-hmm. a diegetic dream. Okay, I'll give that one to you, Brian, but only half point. <laughs> okay, understood. Right. Okay, just the person from Warpaint's character was Dorian Lee. I just want to, I'm proud of myself from remembering. Okay, uh, Gene <laughs> Kelly's character in, in Singing in the Rain? Absolutely, Gene Kelly. Totally. Kelly's such Absolutely. a good one. He performs on stage. Um, so you get that. Brian, you got five seconds. Five. Gl- Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan in On Your Feet definitely does perform. Uh, Anna Villafanier totally slays on stage as Gloria in the show. Phoning a friend. Kimberly. Um, Carol King. Carol King from the Carol King musical. Um, beautiful. Definitely slays on stage. Brian. Gypsy Rose Lee. Gypsy Rose Lee from Gypsy definitely slays on stage. Steph. Uh, Top Tim and the King and I, the ballet. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Totally slays on Such stage. Such a good one. Ryan. Baby June. <laughs> Baby June also slays on stage from Gypsy. You're correct. Uh um um what's it called? Uh uh Pop Six Chicago. Uh <laughs> yes, Melma Kelly does yes. totally slay on stage in Chicago. Yes. Right. Um the MC in Cabaret. Mm. Okay, we'll give that one to you. Also kind of, but in Pippin, the mom. Does that count? I would say Pippin is done in the style of the whole thing being an onstage show. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'll totally give you that. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Cole House. Yeah. Oh, he does perform because he His plays first piano. Song. Mm-hmm. His, yeah. Oh, um, Dream Girls. <laughs> oh, uh, good one. Yeah. Such a good one. Great one. Brian. Um, I'm I, I'm gonna bow out of this one. That Dream Girls was like that Dream was Girls it. was so good. That was good. The only one I could think of was um, 
this is iffy, but because Man of La Mancha is a story within, like, he's telling it. You're but like putting Man of La Mancha in every category you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It depends on how the show is done, because that could be left for up interpretation. So I, I definitely okay. bow yeah. to that one. And this is My the- other phone a friend would have been Dewey from School of Rock. The oh, last, good one. The last one I got here for you is characters who might ride a sleigh because their show is set in wintertime. <laughs> Great. Christmas or wintertime? Just wintertime. Great. <laughs> we'll start with Brian. Buddy the Elf. That's true. Buddy the Elf's show is set in wintertime. Friend. Um... Wait, are you looking for characters or shows? Characters. The Grinch. You're right. The Grinch would have worn, would actually did ride a sleigh. Brian. Um. Uh, I um, I don't know the character names. This is the problem. Uh. There's a very obvious winter show. I have one. Don't tell. Yeah, me. I know, but I don't know the character names. Oh. Um, cause that's what you're looking for, right? Yes. Like their names. Bing Crosby. <laughs> um, uh, I don't, um, uh, um, who's, did you mean, oh, Bob? oh, oh, I, I got one. I got one. I got one. Okay. I got one. Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> you're right. Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> 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 He's um, Scrooge. You're right. Uh, Scrooge is set in a musical in the wintertime. That is so, that's such a good one. Uh, I'm really, really mad at you that you don't know the character names of Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. I don't either. It's, it's, um, one is like, oh, what um. What are the British characters of like a dude and like a sheep? What? British characters with a dude and a sheep? What do you mean? Like the, it's like a claymation character of a guy and his dog or a guy. And his Bob sheep. Wallace. There it is. Oh. Wallace and Gromit. Good clue for this crazy brain. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Wallace is the Bing Crosby character. I don't know what the other You're one's right. name is, but You're right. totally. Phoning a friend. Kimberly. It's me. Um, winter time. We have, like, the whole thing is set in wintertime? This entire show is set in winter. It's, like, the whole point. Um, Wait, it, what are their names in a Christmas story? Oh, okay. You're both thinking that. That was what I was thinking. Hmm? I'm thinking, more, I'm thinking more year-round mainstream Broadway. Year-round mainstream Broadway? About wintertime? We we literally talked about one of the people who was one of the stars. Oh and oh, me. You yeah. can go back. It's your turn. Go I, ahead. It's your I, turn. Elsa. Yeah, that is correct. Elsa. Oh. Is oh. Yeah. Um. Accidental we, all year winter. <laughs> fair fair. Uh, Jim Hardy from Holiday Inn. You he are looks correct. That up. No, I know that because. I recently watched that on TCM. Okay. I believe that. Stephanie. I, I reuse my phone a friend now. 
All right, Kimberly. <laughs> okay, great. I ask again, what are the characters' names in White Christmas or A Christmas Story? Or... Robbie? Bob? Robbie? Wait, you said Buddy the Elf, so I raise you the girl's name. That <laughs> 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 I thought I knew. It's not Dory. It feels like Dory, though. I don't know. Her name is Zoe. Like Romy. Well, her real name is Zoe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, Santa Claus. He appears somewhere in a musical. Yes, he does. Santa Claus appears in musical adventure time. I'll give it to you. That was totally my next one, but I'm going to say Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Ralphie. Ralphie. I wanted to call him Buddy. Um, does Olaf count? Yeah, absolutely. I remember her name. So does so does does Anna count? Yeah, for sure. Kimberly. This night of Christmas present. I was kidding. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you giving me a turn? Did you have one to say? Oh, I just said I remembered her name, Jovi. Jovi. Yeah, that's totally one. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. Um. We're going rapid fire now. You kick oh, sure. out you know the answer right away. Chris Christoph. Yes, Christoph is right. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You lost this round, but you won the other ones. So you're the winner of this round of Stephanie Play Park. Kevin, that was really fun and really, <laughs> really challenging. And you know, this has been Kevin's Corner, and you're welcome. I'm really smart. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, fun. Yeah, I forgot of all musicals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you had uh, so you had mentioned before that you started to write your own music. Um, is oh, that yeah. a project that is uh, something upcoming for us to hear and see? Yeah, upcoming for sure. We're we're in the process <laughs> of producing it right now, and I'm cool. so excited. Yeah. So it's like the first CP I've ever. I've like always wanted to songwrite, but I've never really had the confidence or the time to do it. So now I'm doing it. And so it'll probably be out like in the summer or so, maybe. Cool. Yeah. But we're producing it now, so it should be out soon. Is there a problem with winter now after we played that game? <laughs> <laughs> now I have like a vengeance against winter. What what is like what is like the sound or like I mean you said you're still trying to like discover your own sound and things like that, but like yeah. what is the direction that this EP is going? It's definitely more like pop R&B. Yeah, there's definitely, so it's me and my boyfriend and he's so great at like the groove. And uh, I, I kind of like to say like he's, 
he's very masculine with his music and I'm very feminine with my music. So the combination of it together is, I, I really enjoy what we do together. So I'm very excited. Is he, is he creating like the beats and like helping with yeah. the music or is, uh, so he's like producing the album for you? Yeah, he's producing it. And then we have our friend, uh, Chandra Broomfield, who just started his own production company, who's like helping, also helping produce it, but mostly like engineering the whole thing as well. And it, so is so it cool. just going to be you? Will there be guest artists or anything on with you while you're singing? Yeah, there'll be some guest artists. We have some instrumentalists. Um, Daniel Watts is going to rap on the last song. Oh, cool. cool. He's already rapped on it. It's so good. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Um, I think that's it. This, this one is mostly like just me and instrumentals and Daniel. <laughs> but <laughs> the, next, the next couple, I think the next album will have a lot more like duets and other kind of features. Is there is there a specific inspiration for it, like thematically? Uh, well, we're calling the we're calling it "Fire to My Air," which is the name of the final song on the EP, which is like Ooh. kind of that same. So my boyfriend's a, a fire sign, and I'm an air sign, and there's something like very exciting that happens because you know. So so kind of thematically, it's like the yin yang of like fire and air, and like mm -hmm. masculine, feminine, and just like it's it's really just talks about a lot of our experiences, you know, together. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Thanks. Do you, is, is there have you released the name of the EP yet? No, it's you actually can... it's actually still a working title, so <laughs> it, might, it might change by the time it comes out. But I right now, the working title is like that EP thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'll get to it later. <laughs> yeah, it's like yesterday, we're like, what about Fire to My Air? So now I'm like publishing, publish, publicly, publicly saying it. I've, I'm drunk now. Okay. <laughs> is the best way for people to follow along to like see the development of that through, is their website or is it through your social media? Oh gosh. Um, I haven't, I guess I haven't even started. I'm very, very bad at that, at like social media marketing of it. So I think I'm going to like take an online class on music marketing or something. because I just don't know, but I guess the best way to follow it would be Instagram. And I should probably like start taking pictures and videos of the, <laughs> of the thing. And what's, and what's your handle? Yeah. My handle is Stephanie Slay Park. Yeah, oh. it is. Yeah. Well, we, it is. we just thought of our artist name to be Saffron Lips. Again, just working title. So it'll probably be Saffron Lips EP or something like that. I love that. That's awesome. Thanks. Cool. Well, we are very much looking forward to that. Thanks. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, should we play a game? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, Brian and I were in the same headspace creating today because I have a game called War Paint. Yay. Um, in which I have two lists on my phone and we get to play a fun game of say when to pull the things that you'll have. Well, uh, the first list is 20 lipstick name. Lipstick? Lipstick. Great. 20 lipstick names that are awkward as hell. Kimberly, you were doing Patty's accent. Lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the app. Yeah, that was accent. Oh my god! Um, and then my other list is just when you Google uh, beauty icons, just the the people that show up. So you'll okay. get a, a beauty icon and a awkward lipstick name, and just create for me how you might put together like a memoir type musical um, named that about that person. Cool. Okay. Um, Kevin, do you want to start? Let's do it. Would you like a name or a person first? 
A name first. Great. Say when. When? Chihuahua. Chihuahua? No, Chihuahua, like the dog. Oh, I think it's Chihuahua. Okay. Chihuahua, got it. Chihuahua. You can get it at Macy's for $21. It looks like that. Great. Um, That is a weird name for a lipstick. Yeah. Okay. We We are not sponsored by Macy's. No. And your beauty icon say when? When? Cindy Crawford. Okay. Okay. So Chihuahua, and it has to be a show about Cindy Crawford. Great. Correct. So um, this show is... All right. So this is a musical called Chihuahua, and um, it is set inside a Wawa gas station. And um, it is focused on the woman who works every single day, seven days a week. She gets up and does the like 5 a.m. to like 1 p.m. shift at Wawa. Okay. And her name is Chi. So it's Chi Wawa. Um, And she has decided this is the day she's quitting because she has finally made up enough money to like she's paid off her house and she's like covered her entire house in uh mm-hmm. in Cindy Crawford's furniture line from like Kmart or whatever. Um it's like Raymore Flanagan. Raymore Flanagan, thank you. It's from somebody who makes furniture things. So she's gotten all of her furniture stuff and she's quitting that day. Mm-hmm. But like that they find out the next day that uh what's her cat uh who's my person? Cindy Crawford. <laughs> The next day after the day she was going to quit, Cindy Crawford is coming to film a commercial there. So she's trying to decide how this has been her last day on the calendar for like 20 years. And now she's like, do I work one more day just to meet Cindy Crawford? And that's Chihuahua. Fantastic. And strange. <laughs> I would, I would pay for that in a second. Right. Yeah. Brian, you ready? Yeah. Name or person first? I'm going to go with person first. Okay, great. Say when. See, that makes when. me think of purse first, which is when. the Bob the Drag Queen thing. Purse, purse first. first. Um, you have Rihanna. Great. Okay. She's and cool. her musical will be called... Let me go back to the top. Say when. When. Indie flick. Okay. Um, the name of this lipstick. So the the title of this musical is Indie Flick, and it is a Rihanna um, uh, jukebox musical. Um, <coughs> and should. yeah, and um, but it but it also stars um, Rihanna as well. So you get this like concert feel, um, but it's also her music. But there's actually a narrative to it, and the mm-hmm. narrative is is that um, uh, she is. Um, uh, now that's, that's where my brain stopped. Um, um, essentially, it's called indie film because she doesn't play Rihanna. Flick. She indie flick. It's Correct. called exclamation point. Oh, okay. So it Rihanna plays herself. Okay, and Rihanna decides that she is going to stop performing because she gets obsessed with. Um, with a uh, underground competition 
of uh, so it's like the independent competition of like flicking the little um, the little um, footballs, paper footballs through paper people football. people doing uprights. Yes. Um, and it's 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 about her like getting into that scene, and she gets she ends up being like okay with it. And then there's this, and there's another character who's like her Mr. Miyagi type of character who trains her in the art of flicking paper um, f- triangle footballs through through your fingers. Um, and so, um, and then it's kind of like an underdog story with to the music of Rihanna, even though she is also playing Rihanna. Um, mm-hmm. And um, in the end, she is successful, um, and she learns how to combine her two loves of performance and uh football flaking oh my god you can totally picture her like about to perform at a concert and like give up on flicking and then she decides to like she has to go back to flicking for this one competition and she grabs her chauffeur and she starts singing shut up and drive to him to like get her to the competition it's great i'm so into this yeah i mean and, and that's what it is uh it's uh indie flick I would see that. that so fast. Great. <laughs> All right. Seven. I want. I want to see Kevin. I want to see hours in 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 the in rep. Uh, in rep. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> Stephanie, are you ready? Yes. Would you like a person or a lipstick? Uh, lipstick. Okay. Say when. Oh. When. <clears throat> Pink pigeon, okay, is the name of this. Let's these see. names, these names are wonderful. Yeah, it's insane. It's a Mac shade. Okay, okay. And whoever gets paid to come up with lipstick shades should get a raise. They should get a raise right now. <laughs> All right, and then a person say when. When. Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. I don't know. Anything about Farrah Fawcett. But you know <laughs> what? We're going to go with it. Okay, so this musical is about a pigeon who one day woke up and felt like he was she. No, let's make it a he. He was too normal and too... He wanted to stand out in a way. So he he's like searching for like the meaning of his life and how to like be a unique pigeon. And he... He takes a shower um, underneath the Farrah faucet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just officially won this game. Like Perfect. You actually well, won that's the game. that's the end of our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. That was amazing. Uh, and uh, and finds that once uh, <laughs> once he's showering, his uh, feathers are turning pink. And so he's like, oh, wait, this is technically, this is supposed to be a feminine color, but I actually love this shade on me. And so it's this, it's this interesting uh, discovery of like themes of masculinity and yet the color pink and Christine Ebersole's song, Pink is definitely in it. Mm-hmm, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he finds his uh, authentic self being a different colored pigeon because of this Farrah faucet. Yeah, I love this. Perfect. And you know, um, at the end of the musical, they can be like about to arrest him for being different, and Farrah Fawcett can show up and protest. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> or the Fawcett thing. It's Farrah Fawcett. Oh my god, that'd be so great! I'm upset. 
Okay. It is my turn. Someone say when for me and I'll find a lipstick. When? <clears throat> Lemongrass. Okay. Okay. Looks to be some sort of beige color. And okay. And say when. When? I would picture okay. lemongrass as like a yellow green. Same. Well, Stila did not agree. Stila? I don't know how to say it. Stila? No idea. <clears throat> and I have Winona Ryder. Oh, okay. And so this lipstick of a musical called Lemongrass. Wait, Winona Ryder is a beauty icon? I mean, I think she's Says beautiful. Google. Right, I think she's very beautiful. I just didn't like think she was like a known for like being a style and beauty icon. She's right above Veronica Lake and Ava Gardner. Okay, thanks, Google. Winona. Um, this is obviously a musicalized retelling of the time she shoplifted. <laughs> and it is because she shoplifted Fila lip color lemongrass. And it's just all about how she had to have this one lipstick. Um because she's obsessed with, like, it opens with her drinking, like, a lemongrass tea before shooting something. And she's like, it just really calms me down. And then she finds that there's a lemongrass lipstick, and she thinks it's going to, like, change her career and change her mind. And she has to have it, but no one can know that she is, um, that she's questioning and doubting herself, so she has to steal it. Love it. Um, and that's what it's about. And then it's very like, catch me if you can. There's like a cool um, cop role that's trying to find her, but it's like the mall security guard um, trying to like find her and track her down. I'm obsessed with this story. So like, like. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then there's also like the ad agency for that lipstick color. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, so then the ad agency for the lipstick is like making it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like part catch if you can, Paul, uh, uh, part Paul, um, Paul Blart mall cop. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that actually uh, brings us to the end of our episode for real now. Oh. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Before we come to the end of the episode, I just have one more question. Yeah. Yeah. I know that all of us are so excited for Broadway and tours and everything to come back. And I'm sure you're so excited to get back to work and like be with your friends from the tour and everything. But if you could pick one specific moment from the show that you are like so excited to like embody and live again, what would that one moment of Hamilton be for you? Wow. Um... My first thought just goes to that very opening number because it's the most like ensemble-y number. Mm. And there's something so wonderful about all of like, I mean, everyone knows Hamilton, so people know like who the characters are by now, but there's sure. something really lovely about like, if you don't know how you don't know which leads are what. And it's like, right. I, I yeah. love the unifiedness of that ensemble, <laughs> like in a line and feeling a part of the ensemble and this like equality. So I think like, I'm really, really looking forward to like standing in a line with my cast and being like, we're fucking oh, I did it. I did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you earned it. You earned it. 
we're here and we're doing it and we're just facing straight on. And I think just that very first moment is going to be so electric. I'm so excited about that. Wait, Kevin, I, I, and I, Kevin, I thought you were going to say, and, and, and why is it the orphanage? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know now, you know, but, um, uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Again, you can check her out at Stephanie Slay Park on social media. Follow her there for uh, updates about her EP, her TBD EP. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. You can follow us at Broadwasted on all social media. Um, you can also find us on our Facebook group, which is um, uh, run by Kevin. Really fun. Um, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, get some really awesome stuff there. We have some really fun things things coming up for you and it's fun now too i promise um and uh you can always find us on things like spotify and apple podcasts rate and review us there five stars please please. thank you um you'll never get away from me you can climb the tallest tree i'll be there somehow true you could say hey here's your hat but a little thing like that couldn't stop me now that is from gypsy that is our quote for the episode um Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking the time. Oh. Um, and uh, as we end every episode, we raise a glass. We do. And so we say. Fun. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.